Blog Talk Radio. Somebody 
uh, is wanting to uh, offer us a helping hand, a uh, shoulder to cry on or something like that. So there's a grand try in water uh, today and tomorrow. And um, it's especially good for artists and uh, people who are working in healing professions and fields like that so that they can become more in touch with, um, uh, you know, where other people are coming from. And that's empathy, being able to connect on an empathetic level right now is very good, especially while the sun is in cancer, which, of course, it will be until uh, near the end of July. So we also have Venus gone direct. Yay, finally. And I think that that happened yesterday. And then we got the Supreme Court decision, and that was very good because justice is now going to be back uh, working more correctly, more efficiently. Uh, Venus is actually conjunct Jupiter for a few days before she moves quickly back away from Jupiter because she's going to move direct more quickly than Jupiter, but they're both right now at a low degree of Gemini. So if you want to tell someone you love them, now is a good time to do it. And um, if you want to tell a lot of people that you love them, now is an especially good time to do it because Jupiter represents an abundance uh, Gemini is communication, Venus love, so there's an abundance of loving communication possible between us now at this time. It's awesome. So um, the uh, the topic for tonight, which also goes along quite nicely with the uh, the current planetary trend, is the Uranian and Pluto, Uranus and Pluto are square. They're square for the first time. Um, over the course of a multitude of times that they're going to be transiting back and forth and be square uh, many times. Square is a difficult angle. Uranus is in Aries. Pluto is in Capricorn. Aries and Capricorn are at right angles to each other. If you you know drew a circle around the Earth, you would see that they're not in a good angle. And uh, it has been, this energy has been coming in. We've been feeling it even since last year. It's the Occupy movement. It's the, the rising in, uh, in the Arab world and all the dictators that have gotten overthrown. Um, it is um, the, uh, the the righteousness of the people, Uranus in Aries, the unexpected nature of someone like uh, Chief Justice John Roberts standing up in an in an Ar- in an Aries way to make a stand and make a statement for themselves and for their truth. That part of what we saw today where Justice Roberts said, I'm an individual, and the conservative justices generally as a block are going to be more representative of the Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn, where it's more of an authoritative, old boys school kind of energy, the kind of the kind of group, right, where we see those those all male justices and uh, very interesting, right? Because obviously the liberal voices are are the female voices and um or the yeah, the three of the three women and one man is on their side. Um, and uh, sometimes we feel we have a swing vote. It turned out that John Roberts was the swing vote. He's an externalization of Uranus in Aries, the unexpected, um, almost disruptive in a way, because I think nobody was expecting that, uh, personification of an independent voice 
in conflict. That's why we have uh, the, the square with the establishment, the hierarchy of especially uh, an, an, an all-boys club, men, because of Capricorn. It could absolutely be an established hierarchy of women that are also going to get called into question during this transit, but since, you know, it's a you know a man's world so to speak uh, and still is because women are making inroads but they're certainly not equal not globally that's for sure and um, this Uranus square uh, Pluto transit which it's again lasting deeply into 2015 it just started this month this past week and it's going to go for at least three years is going to create the rise of the individual. So we're going to talk a little bit about Aries. We're going to talk a little bit about Pluto. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Uranus. And we're going to talk a little bit about Capricorn because the, the, the Uranus in Aries is actually a fundamentally entirely new individual that's going to be emerging from, um, you know, society. Uh, and and um, the um, I'm going to grab the ephemeris here, which is the book about where the planets are and when and when they were where they were. And uh, sure enough, um, Uranus was last in Aries during the Roaring Twenties. So there was a lot of um, you know individualism that happened then, and a new wave of. Uh, per- personal statement. We were able to kind of come out of ourselves and and be a little bit more flashy, a little bit more like who we were. It was um, a, a little bit more of a, of a time when we didn't conform, where we we broke a, a, bu- a bunch of say social norms of conformity. And um, the the difference between then and now is that now that breaking that mold of social conformity is going to be directly in opposition to a very strong force of social conformity. And if we see how that Pluto and Capricorn energy is playing out in our country, we could just talk about our country, we could look, we could look globally, but in our country we have, uh, say, a number of... Um, you know, things that are sort of oppressive and trying to push back on that individualism, whether it's sort of seemingly to be against a woman's right to choose, whether it's against gay rights, whether it's against um, science, whether it's against, you know, things like climate change and things like that. There's a very strong energy that's trying to say, we've maintained power with these beliefs, these beliefs that, you know, gayness is wrong, that a woman belongs in the kitchen, that, um, that, that mankind doesn't do anything that's not in accordance with God's will, and that, you know, we don't have to have any responsibility for anything that we do, and, you know, all of that, that, that there's been a power structure that's been maintained for a long time with that kind of energy behind it and that's being represented by Pluto and Capricorn. Now Pluto is a transformational energy that uh, has certain things end and then the rebirth of those things. So Pluto is a rebirthing 
uh, energy that is designed at this time to take that masculine hierarchy, Capricorn, and move it through a transitional experience so that it can come out actually to be a sort of better daddy. So if we have this group of people who are trying, their, their beliefs are, you know, that, that, they're, that they're authoritarian, that's another Capricorn word, their authorita authoritarian, authoritative energy is actually of some good use. They, they, they certainly don't think that it's not. You know, they, they do believe that they're, they're speaking for some kind of moral code. And that's where this Uranus in Aries, the sudden expression of the individual, I said even Justice Roberts today embodied that energy and basically said, you know, that there's a new paradigm for a moral code that's clearly emerging. He actually must have been listening to the voice of the people, the people who were probably outside of the Supreme Court, the people who were, you know, saying that, you know, please don't take our health care away, the people who are actually benefiting from this, including seniors and kids and all those things that Obama basically talked about today. This is just one example. I mean, government and politics is a clear and obvious example because it represents a collective energy. It represents a collective energy. In other words, we could say Pluto in Capricorn is, uh, you know, representative of the government, and Uranus in Aries is representative of the people, and that's just one way that we could look at the transformations that are going to be happening. I think that we're going to find them happening even as a, um, a movement of individuals, movement of individuals, like in individual relationships, people are going to be having different relationships with their fathers. Capricorn rules the father. So you're going to have different relationships developing. People are going to be maybe expressing more individuality towards their fathers. Their fathers are going to have to make more flexibility. I know in my private practice, it's certainly one of the things that I hear a lot about parents in general. So it doesn't only have to be fathers. It could be parents. Parents as authority figures and they have certain beliefs and rules and things that they want their kids to actually behave like and buy and live underneath these kinds of uh, restrictions and things and some of those beliefs have become rigid completely rigid so that the individual again that's Aries represented by Uranus is going that there's going to be sudden movements a re-energization of the youth movement, which may have only, you know, gotten a little bit of a start last year with, um, with the Occupy movement and that we haven't really seen the kind of youth movement that's possible. I know that the same hierarchy has spent generations trying to make sure that the youth are very apathetic and disinterested in what's going on in the world. And so, you know, but I think that given certain conditions and under certain conditions of obvious corruption or when there's, you know, bad unemployment and things like that, then the youth are going to be able to come out because they're the ones that can make the statement. People who are established, people who have, you know, longstanding jobs or homes or this or that, they very rarely go out and actually make a big statement. And it's left to the youth because they, quote unquote, don't have anything to lose. And so it's because they're inspired by truth, it's quite interesting, 
that youth is inspired by truth because they're living in that flame of their their enthusiasm for what they see in the world. And so that's Uranus in Aries. And what's making it different than the 20s right now is that at that time, Pluto wasn't in Capricorn. So there was much more of a, of a, of a liberation of people that was possible. At this time, it's representing more of a conflict, I think, a bit more of a, uh, let's say, like a general kind of clash. I do want to remind everyone, I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to Inside Connection Radio. This is a call-in show, and if you want me to do a little reading for you, which I can, I'm totally happy to. That call-in number is 213-943-3395. I want to uh, thank the people who are listening to me live tonight and also the people who are in my chat room. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And... um, the uh, the people who also uh, are listening to me uh, in the archives, which every week I'm always really honored and pleased to see that there are so many people who like to catch up with the show at a later time. Uh, let's go to the switchboard. Area code 614, you're on the inside connection. Hello. Oh, hi, 646. 646, I'm sorry, did I not say that? Um, uh, please, at 614, it doesn't matter. Hi, no. how are you? Hi, hon, how are you? Good. I have um, my north node in Aries, Uranus is conjunct my sun. Um, Can I look at your chart? Sure, sure. Okay. Um, let me just let me just pull up the, uh, the astrology software. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure mm-hmm. that I don't click on the wrong thing and disconnect the entire show. Um, oh, don't do that. <laughs> great. That wouldn't be good, right? So yeah. what's your first name? Helena. Helena, I love that name. Yeah. Um, have you called before? I haven't. You haven't. What's the first initial of your last name? M. M. And uh, your birth date? June 25th, 1950. Got it. Do you happen to know the birth time? Uh, it's either like 8.15, between 8.15 and 9.15 a.m. Eastern. Okay. And how about the place where you were born? New Rochelle, New York. Got it. I uh, spent the later part of my childhood in Westchester. Oh, you did? Where? I did. Up, further up in uh, Katona. Oh, nice. I have a friend that lives there. It's lovely up there. It is. It really is. Okay. You have um, the moon's north node in Aries. Yes. Mm-hmm. And did you want me to, did you want to ask something um, like particular to that as far as Uranus conjuncting that aspect? Well, yeah, that, that I guess we're in my career for the coming year. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, What's interesting, I think, about your chart in general is that you're having what's called the Uranian square. And even more than your your moon's north node in Aries, um, you have the sun at three degrees uh, cancer and Uranus at five degrees cancer. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Did you have kids? No, I never had any children. And... 
how did children at all play a part in your life? Um, I have a great rapport with them. Uh-huh. But were you ever a teacher, or do you have nieces and nephews, or...? Um, I I don't, uh, but my cousin's children and I, you know, always got along well. Yeah, no, just because I feel that I feel that you know, maternal. You obviously have a good, strong maternal energy. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you something else that's really interesting, Helena, is that you have your moon in Scorpio. Yep. And what I just said at the beginning of the show about artists and that there's a grand trine in water, you have a grand trine in water in your chart. You have uh, Sun and Uranus in Cancer, Moon in Scorpio, and Jupiter in Pisces. So right in the center of your chart, there's a big, strong triangle of water, and it makes you quite an artist, quite a sensitive, a healer, a, you know, somebody that's a caretaker, very intense, insightful, imaginative, a good shoulder to cry on, and somebody who gives incredibly good advice. I do. Sometimes I I don't seem to do it quite for myself, but yeah, that's all very yes, true. Yes, but that's the the bane of water is that you know it has a difficult <laughs> time self-reflecting. <laughs> it's always good because it can reflect for everybody else, but it has a hard yeah. time reflecting on itself. So what what to me jumps out about your chart right now is that you're in what's called the approaching Uranian square. This is a time in your life when you're again sort of rebelling. It's kind of again like a rebellious time, but not rebellious like age 21 or 42. Mm-hmm. Those times are 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 significantly more rebellious. This time, this time has more to do with, um, you know, being in your 60s that you want to make a certain thing very clear about this part of your life, say the next 20 years or 10 years mm-hmm. or whatever, and that it's meaningful for you to create or produce something that you maybe have longed to do that you feel you still could do. Nothing That's unrealistic. So there's a lot of feeling that things are stirred up right now and that there's a lot of change and that a lot of change is possible. You also have Mars in Libra at five degrees. So Mm -hmm. you have Uranus in opposition to Mars. Uranus conjunct the moon's north node. Uranus square the sun. Uranus square Uranus. A lot of transits, right? But they're all Uranian, and Uranus means... um, like newness, newness that comes through upheaval, not necessarily bad. So you're in a time where you can expect surprises, where you can expect opportunities, where you can expect things to really change based on, you know, your own desire to change. Are are you in a relationship? Uh, No, I'm not. Uh Uh-huh. Is it something that you want to be in? Yeah, and it's weird though. I, I don't want it as much as I've wanted it in the past. I, uh-huh. I really want to get my career in the arts going. Got it. Well, you can, you can because Uranus, especially in Mar, in, in opposition. So, is there a man that you ever work with, a collaborator? Did you ever work with a man on a project? Um, in the past, I have. We're no longer friends, and right. last night I just proposed a project to. Um, a pretty famous man, and um, I hope he'll get back to me. 
And yeah, it's, no, it's, I mean, don't be surprised if he does. And at the same time, I want you to make sure you cast a wide net because yeah. the energy that's coming back to you is potentially very unexpected and very good. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, this this project deals like music and Mother Earth and everything I love. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's really um, fabulous, and you should continue to go because just with so much of this Uranian energy in your chart, you can expect the unexpected. Like the idea that, you know, like he probably shouldn't call because he's too well-known and blah, blah. But that's mm-hmm. not really um, what's going on for you right now. Right now you have the magical energy to liberate yourself from any rut that you feel like you've been in. <laughs> that is beautiful because I, I do feel that change. As um, matter of fact, it was a funny change. It was around April 20th or 21st when... I just knew intuitively everything took a turn from being in this rut for a long time to like, I mean, still financially things are like, whoa, but um, I, I felt that shift. Right. Yeah, and it's going to continue, okay? Yeah. May I just ask you financially if you see changes with that? Finances? Yeah. Finances are probably better than they have been because Saturn is out of your second house. Uh, nothing's jumping out of me right now immediately, okay. except that according to the birth time around 8.15, the sun is the ruler of the second house, so possibly also some good news there, but it's not really like uh, jumping out at me. Okay. Okay? Yeah. May I continue to listen? Of course. Of course. Thank I'm not going to so disconnect much. you. <laughs> All right. All right, hon. Good to talk to you. Same here. Thank you. You're welcome. I love having a good caller, a nice caller, somebody that's looking for some information about um, a very important transit that we all go through. And interestingly, it's Uranian, and we're talking about Uranus. Um, The Uranian cycle is 84 years. It takes 84 years for Uranus to go around the sun once. It takes the Earth one year, right? So if you divide that by four, it's 21, 42, 63, and then 84 years old. Those are like the critical points of the Uranian transit. Well, when we're 21, we have like our first rebellion. We're usually out of college. We're getting away from our parents. That's usually a big time for establishing independence because Uranus rules that. It rules the change that brings about, you know, a kind of restlessness that makes us want to stamp our identity on the world. At 42, we call that the midlife crisis, and at 63, we call it really connecting with who we want to be as we grow older. So last caller was dealing with that, the approaching transit of Uranus, and we're talking about Uranus tonight, and the dynamic thing about where it is right now is that it's actually in Aries. So we have a planet that is um, is responsible for upheaval and change and restlessness and a lot of dynamic action, no matter what sign it's in. And we have it in the sign of the individual, the warrior, the entrepreneur, the person who, the visionary, and the person who takes incredible charge of things. So we have a lot of uh, strong energy, you know, potentially some chaotic energy, some disruptive energy in the sign of, uh, you know, a great 
motivator and a great motivated force, the force of the individual, Aries, you know, the who am I, that's Aries, because Aries knows the answer to that, Aries is capable of saying, I am, (laughs) I am in charge, basically, but I am in charge of this, this, and this, because there's so much that Aries is capable of doing because of the great visionary strength, let's go to the switchboard. Hello? Area code, hi, area code 305. Hi, I love the way you speak. Oh, thank you. I hear it all, I understand, because you're just uh, opening my door for the past, I, oh my God, I don't know how long, but really action took over in my life since April. Okay. In a big way. Okay. And Pluto's been in Capricorn. Yes. Opposite my son. For a couple of years now. Let me look at I your know. chart. Let me look at your sure. chart. Have I talked to you before? No, and today's my birthday, so this is oh, really good. Oh, what's your, what's your June first name? June 28th. What's your Eileen. first name? Eileen. Eileen. Mm-hmm. And the first initial of your last name? S. And um, your birthday is 0628. 51. And you know the time? Two fifty in the morning. I love that. New York. Two fifty AM New York Manhattan. Uh huh. Me too. Ah. Uh, <laughs> are we around uh, the same age? Um I'm a few years younger. Okay. So let's look, Eileen. Ah, yes, lots and lots and lots of uh, of uh, planets in Cancer and Pluto right there in opposition to your Mercury and your Uranus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pluto's the ruler of your seventh house, though, so again, that's, that, that always screams about relationships, you know. But it being that it's that it's in the eighth and it's transiting planets in your second, you would hope that it's brought you some money. You know, hopefully not through anything bad, but that, you know, that some financial change has happened for you during some of these transits. Oh, well, all the money started flooding in so I could take care of the plumbing, which had to be updated in no pun my little cottage. No, no pun intended. No the pun money intended. flooded in for plumbing the problems. Money put, yeah, the, the money flooded in to pay for the thousands of dollars that had to go out. All right, that's fine. At least fix the plumbing, in. which I want to tell get you a whole new bathroom. Not quite, not quite this year, but next year, uh, mm-hmm. Jupiter is going to go direct straight through your second house, and I think there's even more money coming to you in 2013. I, so I'm that's ex- a very anticipating good, that. Very mm-hmm. good financial year for you next year. Cool. Um, looks like you know maybe two years ago, two years ago, you did your second Saturn return. Yes. How was that? I was um it was okay because because I've been tuned into my path since I'm 13. That's good. And I've been living my life since I'm, you know, professionally since I'm 21. That's great. And the doors have just always given me everything of that second house. So I I never and my north node in Pisces I totally with faith. And my trust right. in the divine principle is like that's what runs my life. Right, but was my there question, a challenge? Was there a challenge in that second Saturn return? Um, I've been working on this challenge. It has to do with a, the house that I'm in, which right. I want to leave. Okay. So I want to, and 
I've been preparing the other house for me to move into, and my husband moved to another city to work. Okay. And he and I are on different pages now. In the beginning, we had the same dream, but now we're on different pages. Okay. So my question is... Tell me. What... When do you anticipate is the best time for me to move next door and put for me to move into sale? the next for you to move into the next to the new house? Yeah, which is going to be a whole new lifestyle for me. <laughs> yeah, it probably isn't going to happen for quite a few more months until Jupiter conjuncts your son. So, I mean, is it something that you think you conjuncts can make happen? Conjuncts my son? Conjuncts your son. My son's a cancer. Son. Right. Yeah, but what is Jupiter now? Uh, Gemini. No, I, can't, I cannot wait another year. You can't wait that long. Oh, no, no, no. There's leaks okay. in this house, and my energy is, no. There's what in the house, hon? The house is post and beam wood. and the Bad energy? Construct- no, okay. it's got really powerful, positive, but water. I don't want to, uh, the ruining, you see, the house has been leaking in certain areas, but now it seems to spread. <laughs> it's spreading, and I want to, I want to put this house up for sale, and I had a conversation with him, and he, yeah, and he's a Cancer rising in Pisces, so right. he's got his own stuff to deal with, and um, I mean, in the next two months or so, three months by the October, be nice to have unburdened myself. Right. Well, I'll look, I'll look in three months and see if I see an opportunity for you. Um. Um, it's not jumping out at me. What did you say, by October? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not rushing. Well, there you words. have in October, you have Uranus square the sun. The sun, if the sun's the ruler of your, uh, if the sun's the ruler of your, um, your fourth house cusp, then October. But it seems like it's going to happen quite suddenly. It doesn't seem like you're really going to be able to totally plan for it. So you have a couple of transits there to the sun uh, in October, and um, that would seem the most likely time for something really big like that to occur. But again, it seems like it's going to happen quite suddenly, but it's possible that you know it might sell then quite suddenly and unexpectedly. Okay, okay that's fine with me. Okay, hon. Okay, cool. Yep, it was good to talk to you. I appreciate your work. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm I really glad appreciate you're out there your for positive. the people. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good night, hon. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Awesome. And I have a few people waiting, so I think I'm going to um, take someone else here for just a second. Uh, area code 574. Hi. Yes. Good evening. My name is Gloria. Your name is who, hon? Gloria. Gloria. Have you called in before? No, I haven't. This is my first time. Okay. What's the first initial of your last name, Gloria? W. W. And your birthday? <clears throat> 8-15-69. And your birth time? 8-30 p.m. And your birth town? Greenwood. Yeah. Mississippi. Green, Greenwood, Mississippi. Yes. Um, I have two 
two Greenwood Mississippis, Itawamba and Lafleur Lafleur County. Lafleur. Okay. Got it. Um, great. Anything in particular you want me to look at, Gloria? Well, um, finances is really a hot Are topic. Are you married? Yes, I am. Yeah, I hope so. I am. <laughs> Why? I hope so, because your chart is so full of seventh house lessons about really compromising and 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 being married to someone good that you trust and that you take care of. You have a lot of, like, service to a good marriage. Are you in a good marriage? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm really happy to hear that because finances, you and I can talk about that, but that marriage is screaming at me that you made a, you have six planets in the seventh house. I never saw anything like it. It's like you must have known from the time you were a little girl that you needed to be a married person. Yes, I felt that way. Yeah, yes. no kidding. And, and it's not just like oh, some woman and all women feel that way. You really like knew it. And do you have do you have a daughter? Yes, yes, I yeah, have two daughters. Yeah, that's great too. Huh? I have two daughters. Two daughters, yeah, because you have Venus in the fifth house. That's a good relationship for you as well. Mhm. Your relationships with your girls. So let's talk about money because that's what you want to talk about. But these yes. family relationships just jumped out at me because you are family-oriented, caretaker, super sympathetic. You know, like you would, you bend over backwards. You take off the jacket off your back to let someone walk across the puddle. You're just yes. like that, a kind, kind person. Um, Service-oriented. So are you working? Yes, I'm working, and I also do volunteer work. That's very true. Um, and and um, working, where are you working? I work for an insurance company. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I mean, what did you want to know about finances? I mean, Jupiter's been in your second house. Did you not have a good year last year? It should have been a good year last year financially. Well, it was it was okay. It was pretty, you know, normal. But I did just make, I just got married in September, and I just moved like 1,300 miles away from where I originally lived uh, at the beginning of this year. So I've gone through some really major changes. They're good, though. They're really good. And it feels that way. So that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, I'm I'm looking for perhaps um, residual secondary channel um, for money. Um, And and I just, I really want to know, like, if you have any insight on, because I do have a very giving, a very outgoing, and I want to focus that light in a very um, lasered, I guess is the word I want to say, in a, in a particular direction. I have several ideas, and they're all focus. big and they're all fabulous, but I don't know which one to go. Okay. Ah, uh, I see. The, okay, so that's fine. Um, what you need to do when, when it's difficult to make a choice, what you do is you need to really look inside and decide which one you want to start with. And you might realize that some ideas build on others and some of them are more meaningful to you. 
and you don't want to choose the one that's totally unrealistic, and you also don't want to choose the one that's totally like not fin- you're not financially capable of making it happen. So there's a certain amount of passion that you want to put into it, and then there's a certain amount of realism. You have to connect with the one that you really want to do, that you feel passionate about, but also the one that you can actually make happen. So there's a combination of looking at it in both ways. And you have Pisces rising, so sometimes that's not so easy. And with all those planets in the seventh house, you're very relationship-oriented, but sometimes you're going to be indecisive because you've got so many planets in Virgo, you're so afraid of making a mistake. There are no mistakes. I just want you to know that, okay? There's no Mm -hmm. mistakes. So the energy that you're going to put out there is the energy that's going to come back to you. You have to, if you come to a fork in the road, Gloria, you have to choose the way that you're going to go one way or the other. For me, I feel like it's, it's, it's it's the calling of your heart, you know. And also, if you're working with anyone, again, I know I said this to the last person, but you have Jupiter in Libra, and Uranus is in um, in Aries, in opposition to your Jupiter in Libra. So if there's anyone that you're interested in collaborating with, um, would be someone with a really big personality, usually, then that would be a good person for you to um, to go with. If there's any kind of foreigner or foreign thing or dealing with a foreign country or even a church or a group of people that's philosophical or outside your philosophy, like I pick up on the foreign thing, then that's also another place to go. Or if the idea has to do with something spiritual or philosophical, that's also something that you should take a look at. Wow, that was pretty amazing because I just actually joined a, a group, that, a spiritual circle that I'm working with, and I'm really enjoying it, and it's it's been great. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward. I think it's going to open up some new doors for me. Good. But you, you said that when you originally looked at my chart that the relationships were what jumped out at you the most. Yes. That, that was a good thing, right? Oh yeah. It's an incredibly good thing. I think it's fantastic. You think I think you need to embrace that collaboration and relationships are always going to be a big part of your life. You don't have necessarily the, you know, super strong, oh yeah, go it alone, you know, that's not really that's not really the energy that I pick up for with you. You know, like, I I know you're a Leo, even. And so you do want some recognition and some praise, but it's so interesting how you have Moon's North Node in Pisces, and you have Venus in Cancer, and you have all those planets in the seventh house, and the sun, even though it's in Leo, is in the sixth house. Yes, you want to tell somebody, you want somebody to tell you that you did a good job. You want to be recognized for having done a good job. That's fine. Don't pick anyone that belittles you ever about your work. Um, that won't serve you at all. But by the same token, you're truly willing to, to you know, maybe work for, you know, somebody giving you a good pat on the back. It's like It's like there's such a... There's such a giving, thoughtful nature. So head to that spirituality and recognize that relationships are always going to be a part of that for you. Oh, that is just such a wonderful reading, and I truly appreciate the service that <clears throat> the service that you're putting out Thanks. there. Thanks. Thanks so it, much. I it was really good to talk to you. I hope and you have I a good send, night. I send you love and light. Thank you. Thanks, hon. You too. Bye-bye.
Hi. It's so nice, and, you know, especially when I was talking about how the moon is in Scorpio, and it's interesting because the moon is actually conjunct my Venus tonight, and um, I've been feeling the love, and I want to thank everybody for that because it's, it's, it's uh, um, you know, a really... Um, uh, it's a really good experience. I've been doing the show for a few months now, and um, it's really been my pleasure to bring my work and the insights and gifts of astrology to people who might not always be able to uh, work with me privately. I, I do want to let everybody know that if you want to work with me privately, you can find me at lahealer.com. And um, I also want to mention tonight that um, next week... We're going to be filming uh, Inside Connection Television on uh, Friday, July the 6th. So if there's anyone who would be interested in doing a, a reading with me via Skype, if there's anybody who is interested in doing a reading via Skype next Friday, sometime in the afternoon, probably it would be like 3 or 4 o'clock, LA time, uh, please contact me through the um, the website. Um, Dr. Craig at drcraig.com is my email address. And let me know that you heard me um, uh, talk about uh, the, the Inside Connection television, which is a web series that we did film a few episodes of. You can see some of them on YouTube. But the original producer of that show is back, and she would like to do more episodes. So just so you know, there are going to be free uh, mini-readings um, via Skype next Friday, July the 6th. I think it's a unique opportunity, and it's also really awesome because it's going to be live to tape, and you'll get a chance to be on on TV, at least on the Internet. Um, let me go to um, another caller. Hi, 323. You're on the Inside Hi. Connection. Hi. Oh, thanks. Okay, this is Camille calling you from Alameda, California. Hi, what's your first name? Camille. Camille. Got it. You spelling with a C? Yes. Great. Um, let me just open my software again. And what's your first? Have you ever called into the show before? No. What's the first initial of your last name? K. And uh, your date of birth? July 13th, 1976. And your birth time? 6.18 p.m. Okay. And your birth place? Los Angeles. Yeah, well, I saw that you still have a Los Angeles area code on your phone. I do, but I'm living um, right at... Right outside of Oakland in right. Northern California. Yeah. I know Alameda. It's one of the most liberal cities in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> there must have been a good vibe today in Alameda. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With the health care law. So you, you, just know, had a Ju- yeah. you just had a Jupiter return, and, um, you know, hopefully that brought you some goodness, you know, something... Um, change an identity, some financial things, some good creative things, something positive? Something positive, yeah. 
like uh, more probably values and things. Right. Like I mean, Taurus rules that also, but it's in the fifth house, yeah. so something about yeah. creativity. And I mean, you must have been having some fun. Yes. I hope so. Anyway, it's getting ready to Jupiter's going into your sixth within the next month, and that's a very good house for work and busyness and routine. So your routine's going to get a lot busier. Okay. Good. Yeah, definitely. You don't really have anything going on right now with all those planets in Cancer in the seventh house. Uh, the you know, Pluto is not that high up into Capricorn, and Uranus is not that high up into Aries. Um, you're not really even going to be moving quite yet. So although that's been on your mind, I don't think that's happening until next year. Yeah, and you know, really, um, I am a person, I like to stay, I've been blessed to be able to stay each place for a year. So I made that shift from L.A. to Alameda five years ago and, I intend to thrive here, especially now that I have reinvented myself as a mom. Uh-huh. So I'd love when did that to... happen? Did that happen last year? Yeah, I had my baby on December the 7th. Oh, yeah. See, I said some big creative project. There is the big creative project. You have Jupiter return in the go. fifth house. The fifth house rules children also. So. Right. <laughs> a baby is a big creative project. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I'm not thinking of... Yeah, no, I'm not saying that you're moving and moving and relocating. I'm saying that you have other opportunities to live in other situations of housing that I think are going to be better for you. Hmm. Not that you're necessarily leaving Alameda. I think it's probably really good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Let's see. Well, what I'm, what I'm curious about, now that I've got baby... And I am working from home as right. a life coach and writer. Okay. So, and I've been very, very interested in my charts and everything for years. Okay. So just, I know this feels good. So what do, like, the way that you are interpreting astrology Mm-hmm. Where do you see that happening? Like, does that really jive with my planetary alignments and aspects? You wanting to be able to to do like some kind of form of intuitive life coaching from home? Of course it does. Yeah, it does. Yes. Of course that that's perfect for your chart in many different ways because you're a caretaker. But you have Uranus and Scorpio in the tenth house. So I'm sure you feel like you've gone through many different careers, and your career will continue to morph and change into new things. Um, you know, you need to publicize yourself. You need to do things that are going to promote you, that are going to put you out there in the world. You've got to help people find you. Right. In the fall of this year, uh, November, early November, mm-hmm. Saturn is going to conjunct your Uranus and Scorpio in the 10th, and I think think something really, really nice and good for your career is going to happen. I know it's a few months away, but it's going to be a nice turning point for you. Okay, that's good. That's that's early November, you have Saturn square, Saturn square, Saturn, and Saturn conjunct Uranus in the 10th house. It's like some kind of um, intuitive opening, perhaps somebody older than you. 
somebody older than you is going to approach you with an idea or become a client or they're going to have an idea for promoting you or, you know, somebody with some authority is going to come into your life in the fall and they're going to be good. They're going to be positive and they're going to help your career. Oh, that's good. That's what I see, dear, for right now. So there's nothing like, because I know with my Jupiter return, um, I know with Jupiter Taurus and how... um, yeah. You know, that goes well. That was about for, the baby, though, because if you had a baby in December, then that coincides with your Jupiter return. Like I said, Jupiter's going to go into your sixth now for another whole year, and okay. that starts in just another month, less than a month, even a few weeks from now, mid July. Right. And so the sixth house is about routine, routine activities, work. So you should be able to see your business become a little bit busier. I think it has something to do with Gemini. So you either need to start a blog, you need to start promoting yourself. You know, you need to get out there and publicize who you are and what you do. Very important for you. I'm doing that. I'm doing that, most definitely. Okay, well, it should take hold then. Okay, yeah, and you don't see any, like, anything in the chart that would show... um, any sort of financial limitations or strains or you see it as, like, increase? Not right now. I don't see any financial limitations right now. You have Moon and Aquarius. You need a network. You need to establish friends. Moon and Aquarius in the second house, you're always going to make your money through, you know, really collaborating, not necessarily partnering with friends, but really putting yourself out there and using your friends as a network or start a group or, you know, like where you have a meeting, where they come to hear you speak, or something like that. Very important for you. It's a lot of air. You have a lot of air yeah. going in your, yeah, and that's all about communicating and networking and socializing. And that's also part of my thing, um, life coaching, public speaking, and writing in whatever form that takes. So and yeah. I'm sure that there's going to be some teaching in yep. there. And but one step at a time, you need to promote and yeah. build the business, okay? Got it. Good to talk to you. Thanks. So, um, you know, I see we're getting down to the end of the show, and, you know, Mary Lou wants to be on Skype with me, so that's going to be awesome. Write me, Mary Lou, Dr. Craig at drcraig.com, and we'll set up a time. I would love that. We could talk about your career and all of that. And I appreciate you being on the show all the time with me. Um, it's really, it's, it's, you're 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 a great uh, friend and anchor for the inside connection and for my work. So all those little wavy, hearty, friendly, kissy kissy things back at you, sweetheart. So um, yeah, Uranus and Pluto. We're going to talk about it again in the coming times because it's going to be a huge, huge thing that's going to create tremendous upheaval for us all. Some good, some hard all positive, all beautiful in the end, because remember, it's taking us closer to that Aquarian place, that place of brotherhood. Tonight I'm going to leave you with um, Andreas uh, Volenweider, who's a classical harpist and New Age harp, uh, harp player. Beautiful, came out with a piece called Passage to Promise, something really quite delightful and unusual, and you're hearing it on the Inside Connection. I'll see you next Thursday. Hello, Hello, Hello,